Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. So let's go talk about Ohio State at Michigan. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Bill. Doing great. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Yeah. Uh, same to you. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, everybody, with Michigan and Ohio State on Saturday. As you have dove into everything connected to this game, I saw Clayton Safey's tweet that the last – 20 games at the big house between Ohio State and Michigan, 10 wins apiece. When you look at this game in Ann Arbor, when you look at Michigan's season as a whole, when you look at Ohio State, uh, anything that's changing your mind about how this game could play out? Not really, Bill, other than I, I think I'm with you. I think it can definitely be a fourth-quarter game. And what people don't remember is that a couple of years ago it was a fourth-quarter game. If they make a couple more plays, that thing comes right down to the wire. They left a couple plays out there on a fourth and one. And the play before that, when Tariq Black went out of bounds uh, instead of fighting for a first down. So um, it's going to come down to it's going to come down to who makes the big plays and uh, and really turnovers for Michigan and red zone defense. Defense is the way I see it. I think that, as Jim Harbaugh has said all week, they're going to make some plays. Ohio State's offense is too good to not score. You're not going to stop on, a, on every drive. What you got to do, you can't get into a shootout with them either. You've got to you've got to pick your spots, but you've got to control the ball. 
and you've got to make them score in the red zone, which is something that they haven't been great at. I think they're 20th, 30th in the country, I think, in red zone touchdown percentage. So it can be done. And we've seen Nebraska do it. We've seen Penn State do it. So, But it's time, really, Bill, for Michigan to play its best game in this game rather than, than lay, lay over or, or curl up in the fetal position when things go wrong. And I think that's what Michigan fans want to see. I don't expect Michigan to win, Bill, but I do think that it's going to be a good game. And you won't see them panic if they get down or if things go poorly. We've seen this team has some resolve, and when it comes to adversity, they handle it pretty well. List the Michigan strengths that could power them to a win on Saturday at the Big House. Yeah, the pass rush, number one. Um, If they can prevent C.J. Stroud from getting the ball out quickly, if they can do enough so that they don't exploit the edges like they did against Michigan State, uh, you know, the three-step drop and throw a bomb uh, before the, the defensive ends can get there, Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo, then I think it makes C.J. Stroud uncomfortable, and I think that he can do that with those defensive ends. Then I think you've got a shot. Pick your spots with the linebacker blitzes, maybe some corner blitzes that we saw last week a couple of times that we hadn't seen all year. They're showing some different looks now. So rattle him, and I think you've got an opportunity there to keep them from marching the field. And then I think the Michigan running game, I think Hassan Haskins and his yards after contact, that this is a good Ohio State defense. Not a great defense, but a good defense. I think they only allow about 102 yards on the ground. But Hassan Haskins... I think 102 of his yards against Penn State, 102 of his 156 came after contact. If he can have that kind of a game where he just wills Michigan to first down after first down and uh, four yards and six yards instead of two on first down, I think they're going to have a shot to control the ball, Bill. Weaknesses that Ohio State could exploit where that game might get out of hand and not be the fourth quarter game we both feel it could be. Yeah, I think the one thing that people are are overlooking is how good Ohio State's running game is, too. They've got a couple of backs that are averaging 7.6 and 7.3 yards per carry. Think about that. Uh, Everybody talks about those NFL receivers and the 1,000-yard guys, but if they can control the line of scrimmage against Michigan's interior front, which has been solid, uh, they got pushed around a little bit against Maryland. I thought uh, there was a little more yardage. They were a little leakier than we thought they would be. Same with Penn State. Then that could be an issue because you can bring all the pressure you want to, but if they go into that kind of a game, they're capable of winning a game like that too, Bill. So I think Michigan's defensive line has to play its best game of the year, and they aren't uh, they aren't necessarily deep. They've got a couple of guys, Mozzie Smith and Chris Hinton, that are playing well, but they aren't particularly deep there. And against that tempo, uh, they're going to need more guys to to, uh, to substitute in there. So that's one area that I think uh, that could that could get them. And uh, and if if they stop the run, if I, I'll tell you what, that defensive line of Ohio State is pretty good. Now there, there there's some room there uh, that, that Michigan. I think that Michigan will be able to exploit some things in their front seven, maybe in the passing game with the running backs. But I don't think the yards are going to come as easy as people think against this front. They've got elite athletes, and these guys are conditioned to play their best football against Michigan, and they usually always do. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. You can follow everything leading up to the game, during the game, after the game. Will they get to the Big Ten Championship for the first time? Uh, will they, more than likely, they're going to be part of the New Year's Six Bowl uh, situation, win or lose. So uh, we'll get to that in a few moments, Chris. And go sure. to thewolverine.com. they got a huge deal right now for the year uh, where if you're a Michigan fan or know a Michigan fan, great holiday gift. Go to thewolverine.com. Uh, the coaching, you know, a lot of times we'll list uh, strengths, weaknesses, breakdowns. You'll see 
offense versus defense for this team versus this team, but let's talk about the coaching staff and the head coach, Harbaugh and his staff versus Ryan Day and their staff on Saturday. Yeah, you know, that that defense for Ohio State, they had issues early on in the year, and they're still leaky in some areas on the back end, 98th nationally in passing yardage allowed, but they're better than that when it comes to passing efficiency defense. Teams are throwing against them because they can't run as well, frankly. So, But uh, they were discombobulated a little bit, and they had a little bit of infighting there, but they've turned it around, and they can get away with that, Bill, because their offense is so good and their staff is so good. Ryan Day, it's pretty clear that he's an offensive of genius and he's surrounded by guys that know what they're doing, how to run that offense to perfection. They just plug guys in and they keep going. Uh, there's a reason that they're one of the best offenses in the country, but give Jim Harbaugh credit. He kind of got back to his roots, surrounded himself with guys that really kind of think like he does and he's winning like he did at Stanford a little bit, more with a run heavy. Uh, it's not sexy, but you are picking your spots with play action. And I love what he's done uh, with the guys that he brought in with Mike Hart, for example, guys that understand this place and understand what it means to put on the uniform for the guys before them. Uh, Steve Klinkscale is the same kind of guy. Uh, Ron Bellamy's that kind of guy, too, and Ron Bellamy played here, obviously, as well, both of those guys coaching in the secondary. So what Mike McDonald's done in a year, that turnaround, you and I talked about this, Bill, in our football summit. We said they've got to be have a year like 2011 when they brought in Greg Madison to replace the Rich Rodriguez mess to be able to turn that thing around uh, in a different way with not just man defense but a lot of zones and a lot of different NFL looks. Mike McDonald has done that, and the one time that he failed this year was with Michigan State's tempo. Uh, that was very disappointing, and the tackling in that game, obviously, when they lost to Michigan State uh, and got caught a couple times substituting, but he learned from that. And you won't see that happen again, in my opinion, in his career. And he said as much to to everybody that we've spoken with in that building. So, But Ohio State's going to do some things to try to catch you off guard. There are times that, uh, that they fake look into the sideline for a play, and then they do a quick snap when the defense isn't set. I would expect some of that. They've got to be ready for that. Uh, I think McDonald has been, uh, from what we've understand, is living in that building. So it's the biggest challenge of his, his career. Uh, and I think he's got his hands full. But you understand that they are much better prepared defensively, Bill, than they were last year or two years ago in this game. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us, talking about Ohio State of Michigan Saturday at noon at the Big House in Ann Arbor. Uh, Buckeyes favored by more than a touchdown on the road. Michigan's defense is key. Chris broke down strengths versus weaknesses, the coaching staffs, and one other area where I think and it was Skeen from the Michigan Football Podcast with you at TheWolverine.com who said the special teams edge, and I think Brandy and Deerdorf also referenced this, uh, the mm-hmm. special teams for Michigan, you really watched them as good as anybody in the country last week in that win at Maryland. Special teams play could be a huge factor Saturday, Buckeyes and Wolverines. Yeah, it's big. And Brad Robbins has to have a good game. You can't have elite return men returning the ball. Jake Moody's got to put the ball in the end zone. You don't want to take any chances on kicking it short. Uh, A.J. Henning is a big one. you got to catch the ball. <laughs> that's that's uh, on punt return. He's put a couple on the carpet, including one last week, Bill. And if you have a turnover in special teams that can flip the field, that can really be, that can be demoralizing in a game like this. So he's got to be good. 
would like to see more yardage in the in the kick return game, but I'm I suspect that we aren't going to see a whole lot of returns in the kick game. Both of these kickers are really good. This is not a game where you want to see Jake Moody kicking a lot of field goals, frankly, because if you do, they're probably going to lose. They've got to score touchdowns, but he's going to have to make his when he's called upon, and he's been outstanding this year. One of the finalists for the Lou Groza Award. We talked to his parents in Pennsylvania. We saw him at Penn State. He's going to have a decision to make at the end of the year whether or not he's going to come back or go pro. That's how good he's been. But that's where the hidden yardage. yardage Yardages, Bill, and in games like this, uh, you can use it to your advantage. And Michigan's going to need to have that the advantage there, in my opinion, on Saturday to keep this one close. Uh, but it is a third of the game. It's the cliche, you know, special teams are a third of the game. And we saw last week how important they can be. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about Ohio State of Michigan Saturday at the Big House. Uh, the impact of this year on Michigan football on the athletic department, boosters, money, uh, recruiting uh, for the Wolverines, getting kids into Schembechler Hall on the field, sidelines for games. How big has this season been so far for Michigan football recruiting and their future? Huge. They're in on some five-star kids. Damani Jackson out of California uh, is coming in for the game. Josh Connerly, a five-star out of Washington, looking for reasons to come here, Bill. And they've put themselves in position, as John Beeline used to say, to be in position now. you got to just take care of business. But even if they don't, a lot of the pressure is off of Jim Harbaugh because he's already gotten to 10 wins. Yeah, you got the bad loss against Michigan State, but... You can make up for that on Saturday, and uh, and they seem confident that they're going to do it. You're going to see a restructured contract, in my opinion, for Jim Harbaugh from what we're hearing. We'll have a story on that Friday at the Wolverine.com. But uh, they understand with you look at what James Franklin's getting and what Mel Tucker's getting, and Jim Harbaugh is like the third lowest paid coach in the Big Ten based on salary alone. Now he's got some incentives in there if he wins this game and a few others where he's going to be paid very well, but. That's one thing. Uh, and the goodwill uh, in the program, I think the fans have stopped uh, calling for his head. And they're pretty, for the most part, they're pretty excited about the future. You look at all the young talent on this team. You've got two freshman quarterbacks that either one of them could play anywhere, probably just about anywhere in the Big Ten. So uh, Donovan Edwards, look at him and what he did last week in the passing game as a running back and Blake Corum. A lot of good young talent at the skill positions. So it does seem like the program is back on the right track and people are noticing. Hey, you brought up Franklin's contract and the talk of Mel Tucker's 10-year, $95 million deal that will be announced after the season. I, I mentioned this yesterday after the Franklin deal, the 10-year, $85 million deal broke, that in this recruiting business, in the name, image, and likeness of head coaches, uh, Mel Tucker can't have a bigger deal than Harbaugh when you're knocking on doors here in Michigan and coast-to-coast coast or not have a bigger deal than Franklin. That, that's a very delicate area. And 10 years now, I think, is a number you're seeing these athletic departments throw out because you're going to get the expansion of the college football playoff. That will be more money. And these schools don't want to go through this every five years. So the question is, how big and how long will Michigan go? Yeah, and that is the big question, and I think some of that's still to be determined, right? Say he gets blown out by Ohio State again, <laughs> then are you going to pony up and say, okay, we're going to throw a load of cash at you uh, to stick around for another 10 years? Because we do know there, there's some NFL interest now. There may not have been as much last year, but there is going to be again because people are seeing a rejuvenated Jim Harbaugh and that he's a pretty good coach when he's all in. So that's something that Ward Emanuel is going to have to tackle. He just gave Jawan Howard a, a huge raise, as we saw. 
And Jim Harbaugh warrants uh, probably a big raise this year, too, for the year that he's had and, and for setting the table for future years. But how big will it be? I don't know. We haven't heard details on that yet, but we do know that something is in the works and that Ward Manuel knows he has to do something. But some of the crazy money for guys that haven't really proven themselves. i got to tell you, Penn State fans hate James Franklin. It's nuts. When we were in, in Pennsylvania, Bill, they couldn't say enough bad things about the guy, and they were kind of hoping that he would go to USC, and then all of a sudden that's sprung on them. So, but that's college football today. Uh, Mel Tucker, ninety-five million dollars for a couple of wins over Michigan, and uh, still has plenty to prove. And I think that Michigan State fans would agree with that too. So, uh, but that's the way college football has gone. And if you want to keep up in this arms race, then you're going to have to step up to the plate. And I believe I stated this in a huge opinion yesterday, Chris, that Mel Tucker can't have a bigger, sweeter, better deal than Jim Harbaugh. If they're recruiting in their own backyard and nationally, this is gonna, this is gonna have to be a combination boosters, University of Michigan athletic department money, where they go say, all right, Harbaugh, uh, here's ten years, nine point six million, so he has a bigger deal than Tucker. I think it's more about stability. I, I don't know that he needs to get, be given nine point five million dollars, maybe with incentives. Nine seven, like nine seven. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's, that's insane. Let's be honest. And it almost seems like an arms race between the two mortgage guys, right? And he's Lansing to give to give somebody like that uh, that kind of money that hasn't been there very long and, and hasn't done a whole lot yet. Um, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I don't think you'll see him approach that kind of money. But does it have to be, the, the, you know, is that going to be, is some kid going to look at that and say, well, Jim Harbaugh is making a million bucks less than, than Mel Tucker and, and base his decision on that? I don't think so. So, and we've seen it, you know, the Michigan is still in good with a lot of recruits in the state for the next couple of years. So, but you definitely need that length of contract, right? Because if the Jim Harbaugh NFL rumors start again, Bill, then all bets are off and you've got kids wondering who their next coach is going to be and so on and so forth. That's what you really don't want to go through. I think the contract has to be somewhere between Franklin and Tucker then. And that's not speaking out of line because I agree with you. Mm -hmm. If you look at what Franklin has done, and you compare it to Harbaugh, uh, the Michigan fan is focused on Michigan State and Ohio State. Beyond that, Harbaugh has done a pretty good job as head coach yeah. at Michigan. And and I, I agree. I think if he wins, he'll get a 10-year, $10 million a year deal. I really do. I, I think if he wins that game Saturday, that money will be there. It's more than Mel Tucker because Michigan doesn't like to get beat on anything by Michigan State. Yeah, that's probably fair, and the boosters especially. And there are more than uh, a few that are ready to pony up the money for the name, image, and likeness. We've been talking about that for months, but it's coming to fruition. We're talking about a $25 million trust uh, from, from people I've spoken with for not recruits, but for the kids that are here and uh, for the freshmen when they arrive on campus. So these things are in the works, and I think you're going to see – you're right. If they could beat Ohio State and they want to keep Jim Harbaugh here, then you're going to see a lot of boosters coming out of the woodwork and uh, and ponying up some money to keep Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor. Well, that Bears job, you know, the reports that the team has uh, already turned on Nagy, that Nagy knows he's done. Uh, you know, that could be interesting for Harbaugh. It's a big city. They have big money. Harbaugh would fit the blue-collar side of Chicago. And now all of a sudden, if he beats Ohio State – a guy who had to take a 50% pay cut could be in line to be the highest paid coach in college football. How crazy is that? 
Isn't it nuts? And that's why year to year, you know, we always talk in absolutes and uh, this isn't going to happen or that's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. And, and six months later, from we were talking about Jim Harbaugh being on the hot seat. And now guys like James Franklin are getting, what, 85 million bucks. 85 million and 85 million. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And yeah. they lost out of home to Illinois! I know. <laughs> What does that tell you, man? It's it's nuts. But here, that's where we are. Uh, we can talk more about Jim Car- Harbaugh's contract next week. We're supposed to talk to some people after the game on Saturday about it, and uh, that'll be some good radio fodder, Bill. I look forward to talking to, to you about yeah, it. Yeah, because I can see the conversation right now. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? This is Rocco. We got two. <laughs> there, we're going to play uh, Let's Make a Deal. Behind door one is 6.5 mil a year for five years if you get wax 5210 by Ohio State. Behind door two, if you beat the Buckeyes, 10 years, 100 million. So that way, Mel Tucker and Michigan State can't have the claim that they have the best coach in the state. They can't do yeah. it. And they can't. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's a big that's a big factor here. The Michigan fan takes a lot of pride, and I've watched it so far this year, even with Michigan State, Michigan basketball going back and forth. You can watch it in Michigan hockey. It could be women's basketball, anything Michigan, Michigan State facilities. Oh, wait a minute, we need this. We got this. It is a rivalry culture war on and off the court, on and off the ice, on and off the field. Everything Michigan, Michigan State. And if Mel Tucker gets that $95 million deal and Harbaugh is out there flapping in the wind, that's not a good look for Michigan. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that, uh, especially when you've got a guy right now that's uh, people forget the in, it's an incentive laden contract that if he wins, if he beats Ohio State, he gets a ton of money. If he wins the Big Ten East, he gets a ton of money. If he wins the Big Ten, he gets a ton of money. So, uh, but that's not guaranteed money. And again, is it going to be the case next year where they're in the same position? And and how hard is it going to be to win the Big Ten as long as Ohio State is is on top of the mountain? It's going to be it's going to be crazy hard. Let's be honest. It's you know, it's an every third year proposition that you're going to be competitive. I know Michigan fans don't want to hear it, but that's where Ohio State is right now, and it doesn't appear that they're going to be going away. So they're going to have to sweeten the pot. There's no question about it. And again, after after Saturday, we should know a lot more about that. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics leading up to Saturday's noon kickoff. Ohio State at Michigan, the Wolverine.com. Also, if you know Michigan fans, in your family, they got a huge deal right now for the next year at thewolverine.com. Chris Ballas and the crew going after it. Record hits, record numbers, record listens. The Michigan Football Podcast with Doug Skeen and Chris Ballas. The huge podcast network calls it must-listen-to podcasting. All at thewolverine.com. You're nervous now about the game. Come on. Uh, you know what? I I'm not confident, okay. and I don't think anybody should be. All right, I got to get I, you and Skeen together. We got to do another up with people motivational <laughs> seminar like we did at Tullymore during uh, the golf summits. Chris, enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back at it. Thanks, my friend. Thanks for having me. 
Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.